Welcome back to Big Sky Buckets. I'm Big Sky, and today we got something a little bit new for you. I'm gonna try and break down a game that I haven't seen yet in three different parts. This intro, my reaction to the first half of the game, and then my final reactions after the second half of the game, and then basically my outro. Because College Hoops is back, and I didn't get to watch Duke-Dartmouth last night. I know it's not some banger of a game or anything, but I want to get my initial thoughts because I don't know as much about this team as I probably should have, and I want to start integrating College Hoops into this podcast. So before we continue any further, if you're new to the channel, new to the podcast, please consider subscribing, giving it a like, comment down. I'm going to need comments today more than I have before because I need to see if this works. I, I want to know your guys' feedback. Do do you like the way that I'm doing it? Is this change a good change for specifically good games? I'm really looking towards like trying to do this mainly for the in-season tournament knockout rounds, um, Christmas games, and then the playoffs. I, playoffs, play-in, all of that good stuff. I think this could be a cool format to integrate into this podcast uh, so you guys get to see my re like real reactions to everything. So please let me know. If you're an audio-only listener, give it a rate, give it a listen, and let's get into it. So like I said before, we're going to get we're going to do Duke and Dartmouth, and I'm going to start it in a little bit because I didn't get to watch it last night because I was working with Feynman. And, you know, I'm really excited. I know this isn't going to be like a crazy great game, but I think this is a good start to how I'm going to break down college shoots in general. I, I'm probably going to talk about Duke, Arizona when that game happens on Friday. Um, I'd be super, it'd be super exciting if I could get one of my friends to join me on the podcast, but we'll see. It's a, it'll be a Friday night. It's kind of hard to rope them into <laughs> doing something like this, but I'm super excited because college hoops is so different from the NBA because it's so much more grimy and dirty. You know, it's the, it's, you got, it, it feels so much more like nineties style basketball, like even in today's era, like, yes, there's more three pointers in college, but like, it's still like do whatever it takes to win for every game. And that's not always the case in the NBA, even though the NBA is more talented. This one is more, this one's just, it's something about it. It just is compelling. It makes you feel something for every one of these games. And yeah, so what I'm going to do now is through the power of editing, I'm going to transition over into my reaction for the first half so i'm gonna about to go watch that and then i'll be back so here we go position and we are back got the notes from the first half of the game 42 21 would seem like okay duke just came in there and blew him out but really the first 10 minutes were just disgustingly dirty just Everyone had the jitters. It was it was what we would call bad basketball, but it was compelling because it's the first game, so who cares? The real standout here in terms of players I hadn't seen before is Jared McCain. Uh, the freshman, I don't really know from where. I'll take a look into that later. Um, the freshman looks like an NBA-ready shooter already. Uh, catch and shoots, check. Shooter's IQ, off the uh, shots off the dribble. There was a play near the nine-minute mark or something like that where he gets a screen and kind of he takes a step to the right, realizes the defender is actually going to run under the screen and immediately laces it three points. Um, I need to see 
contested shots. And then I, based on how well he does with being contested and how many of those shots would actually go in, this guy will go first round. Uh, it'll be later first round, but he'll go first round. Obviously, my two favorite players from last year are the same two favorite players from this year with only a half of Duke basketball watched. Kyle Filipowski, the, I think he'll start playing center, but he's playing power forward tonight because Mark Mitchell, the main power forward, is out. And Ryan Young is playing center. Then you got Jeremy Roach, poor man's Allen Iverson at shooting guard. And like I said, Jared McCain, small forward. Tyrese Proctor, Kyle Filipowski, Dependent on how how good these two play, that is where Duke will end up by the end of the year and March Madness and all of that. This team, Duke, will go as far as Tyrese Proctor and Kyle Filipowski, also known as Flip, will take them. And that is because they're basically the two-way, three-level scores of this team. Now, Kyle Filipowski struggled a little bit defensively last year, but he, it looks like he's going to be better, especially because he's playing the center instead of the power forward as much. Now they're playing him power forward tonight, but you can tell like, or they were playing him power forward this game, but you can tell the idea here is he's going to be the paint presence because Ryan Young is not really a paint presence. Um, thus, if his defense, especially from the interior, gets better, paint protect like rim protection all of that this team will go far and on the flip side Tyrese Proctor looks great the three ball looks phenomenal it's not like he's hit every single one of them but just the mechanics looks so much better from last year and he really started figuring it out near the end of last year Roach the same as ever another interesting freshman for Duke Caleb Foster he's he seems very strong likes to get to the rim good cutter Good rim finisher. The shot is iffy, but I think as he keeps taking it, basically I'm, I'm still on the uh, Quinn Snyder ball mindset of like, all right, even if it doesn't fall, just keep ripping them. That So that's the the question mark around Caleb Foster and me through one half is like, um, I'm not sure that the shot is fully there, but I like him attacking the rim and cutting. What I don't love is I don't think the IQ is necessarily there yet. Now, it might have just been the first half of the first game, right? But there were so many times where he was just – it was that mindset of, like, screw it. Uh, there's three guys in front of me. Let me try and get to the rim and be a turnover pretty, pretty easily. So, I think over t that's something over time he'll learn, especially because I'm sure his coach is just going to give him so much more shit if he continuously does this because it's – always going to turn it it's either going to be going to the free throw line but at some point it's not gonna the going to the free throw line will not outweigh the amount of turnovers that they get and though especially against better teams sorry dartmouth against better teams those will turn into points you're basically just burning possessions and giving up points all in one go do not try and attack if if the paint is filled with two to three defenders, pass it out. That that's the perfect opportunity. If you got Proctor, Roach, McCain in the corners, even flip, you're you're gonna get bailed out really easily because there's not gonna be anyone guarding them. And yeah, I've, the defense looks really good. Um, <laughs> Jalen Blake's looks much better defensively than he was last year, and a little bit better offensively. He's kind of like the Dylan Brooks, Pat Bev, not as much of an asshole, but of college basketball where you're just like man the offensive iq is absolutely not there but he's super high energy and the defense typically leads to offense it's just the defense doesn't lead to offense as much as you want if he's the one leading the offense via transition because he got a steal or a block 
if he's the one with the ball in his hands, that's the concern. But so we'll see where that goes. Defense is looking good. Some questionable things. I think the obvious one here is the reason I don't think Ryan Young is going to be the starting center the whole time is that every time there's a stretch five or a stretch four and there's like a switch, he's going to get burned every time. Now, there, it's not like he was getting burned too much in terms of Dartmouth players making those threes, but there was so much space between him and the corner shooter. And so if getting him stretched out is the way to beat a Ryan Young-led defense, I guess, if as the center. But other than that, Rusty Start, there was a great play near the beginning where Flip gets a block, leads into a transition three from McCain. And I was like, oh, perfect. That's NBA-level offense. Transition offense. Love that. I want to see that way more. And I think I will, because if he's shooting like this already, he's going to continue to shoot like this. But imagine that, or, or Tyrese Proctor, or Jeremy Roach. Like, there's a lot of three-point shooters on this team. So I know we're build, are building identity on defense, but, like, as long as the defense leads to this offense, like, we're going to be able to run up the score on other teams. And I love that. And yeah, that's what I got. I figured that this next half is going to be a little bit more to talk about other players, but I also think this is when Duke is going to showcase who they are to me. Uh, in, in terms of that first half was rough, like some brick shots that you won't brick again, like those jitters, like I talked about, that's going to go away. I think this is where it's like, okay, we've gotten into the flow of a real game for the first time in like however many months since March Madness for Duke ended. Uh, so I'm going to pick up where I left off. And yeah, that's it for the first half. Uh, fun, ugly, good stuff. Everything you want out of the first half of the first college game. So here we go. Transition. We're back again for the last bit of this episode. Um, so to no one's surprise, it was a blowout. Everything I said recently in the la last bit of this episode, what came true, both teams started playing actually better, making more shots and all of that. Interesting thing is that we got to see a little bit of Jared McCain mid-range game, which is also very nice to see. The downside, he is a freshman, so therefore him fouling a lot isn't any concern. It's just going to be a learning moment of knowing when to foul and when like to maybe kind of slip up on defense a little bit because you have to monitor the fact that there's only five fouls before you foul out in college basketball instead of six in the NBA. So it, foul management is definitely a huge part of college basketball. The other thing, Caleb Foster, like I said before, extremely good at getting to the rim and finishing around the rim. My concern here, and I overheard the uh, announcers talking, asking if, if he has any potential to slot into the starting lineup. And I actually think no until I start to see more jump shooting capabilities. And the reason that is, is I understand where they're coming from of like Shire, John Shire, the Duke head coach, loves bigger lineups. And I would tend to agree that going bigger in college basketball is probably a better thing to do. However, with how packed it is in the paint, especially if they do run Ryan Young at the five, there's too, there's too many bodies down low for him to be as successful as getting to the rim, finishing around the rim when there's so many bodies. And then if you have that many players that are hanging around the rim, then the defense packs around the rim and it gets kind of messy. So I would say until the foster shot is definitely acceptable, 
I'd say stick with what you got, especially because you got Arizona coming in on Friday, and that's going to be a huge game. But saw a little bit of Sean Stewart. I want him to play a little bit more aggressive so he can actually make the rotation, make like get in and get meaningful minutes. But as it was in those, um, it was garbage time super early in this game because it was such a blowout, and it was against Dartmouth. Like, no offense, Dartmouth, but it just like. They just rolled them those first 10 minutes out, out the uh, half, and it was kind of just game over at that point. So I kind of skipped ahead a little bit, looked here and there, but going back to the beginning of the second half, the Tyrese Proctor-Kyle Filipowski connection is going to feed families. They, like I said, this team will go as far as they can take them. And that, that remains to be true. There's a beautiful bullet pass between Proctor to flip for a dunk that I was just like, wow incredible incredible stuff uh a little bit more tyrus proctor creation some more jeremy roach mid-range game you know crossover into uh like pull up midi like incredible stuff there's a lot going for this team and i think seeing it against a bad team is fun to just I'll get a little analysis but i think I, i'll understand this team a lot more when they face real competition again like a team that's ranked a team that has really good players on it there, there weren't too many great plays by Dartmouth and that's kind of like the issue here but really I just wanted to getting to know these players getting to know some of their tendencies and I mean the ball movement is incredible the only thing that I wish there was more of is I think adding a little bit more pick and roll with Tyrese Proctor to flip it would do huge things for the offense but otherwise they got a lot going here they still, it's going to take some time to figure this all out, as is normal in college basketball. But a win is a win. You're happy you got it, and you move on to the next one. Next one's going to be way more important, so it's good to get all the jitters out now because the next game, like, there's not going to be as much room for error, I would say. And then the next game after that is Michigan State. So they, they got stuff to figure out, but they look really good out the rip. And yeah, that's it. I mean, Duke looks like a monster. Surprise to absolutely nobody that they beat Dartmouth. I'm super excited that college is back. It's it just puts a smile on my face. Just so happy. You Now I going to be able to get basketball like every single day for whatever purposes I want to watch NBA can watch that Bat college basketball I can watch that I'm just so happy we're just around the corner of like my favorite time of the year anyway so yeah that's it for today tomorrow will be a more it'll be more normal when I'm going to talk about some of the other games that happened today. Uh, I might have to watch some of those in the morning, but yeah, it's going to go back to the normal format. And like I said, for specific games where I really want to get in depth about them, I think I'm going to do this format unless it is not as well received. And you guys will let me know in the comments about that. I'm going to, in terms of college basketball, there's so many games uh, and so many teams. I'm going to mainly talk about the teams that are ranked. I'm so sorry if you don't love that. Yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Please subscribe if you're new. Give it a like. Please let me know if you like this format. Uh, I'm really interested to see if this works. I just thought about it earlier today. So, And then give it a rate, all that good stuff. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. <laughs>